PKN four thirty six Taylor, you are my hope for interesting weather. <laughs> did anything good happen? Did you lose power? Did you get, anything did good you, happen? Like losing power? No, it was, I it was it's been great. Knock on wood so far. Hmm. Like we're up to the twenties now. Like we were <laughs> oh, oh bragging <laughs> for for a couple of days. Like we were well below zero here and so i just had like all of my little faucets just drip 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 dripping just because i didn't want to deal with uh, a bunch of nonsense i don't and give a fuck i'm a renter happened. dude but you still want water water's uh-uh. so tight uh-uh. i so love it no no necessary. i uh i left my uh i left my hose on <laughs> i left i left the i left the hose on because i like because i like how like crinkly it gets when you when you break it later on and uh, the the spray part in it uh, of the hose exploded in the night and just sprayed water all night into the yard. Hilarious! The whole yard turned to ice. <laughs> the dogs are slipping, sliding. They love it. The best if you, part is if you actually did that, you'd be such a psycho. <laughs> I did. I did do it. And you left the, your the, hose on when it was like two degrees outside or whatever well, it was there. Well, the the end of it, the spray nozzle like exploded from the cold. But yeah, it was. It's always on, so they can so grab it at a moment. The went up, and it's the dog doing loves its it. Job. The dogs yeah. love it. Yeah, the like dogs I, love it. No, they love getting squirted by the hose. So I always right, right. And then they freeze and they turn into little dog man, like dog <laughs> snowman. And no, the neighbors got, look and look at him cutely shivering. The best. Let's give him a carrot nose. The best thing that happened. It got down. I don't know. In the single digits um, during the day here, it was like six degrees during the day, which I know it was colder up north, obviously, but that's what happened here. And I've had that water leak that I thought was fixed in my yard, but it was only warm weather fixed. So it got cold enough that that, because what's happening, I guess, is like that little trickle is freezing. And then you know how ice works. You've seen like like the crazy ice formations that can happen. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger and and. So it froze the whole yard. Like the ice just kept coming up until the yard was frozen. And then it started pouring down the um, the road again. And all that froze. And it, it poured all over the neighbor's driveway because it's a little bit low lying yeah. and froze it solid like an ice <laughs> rink. And, and like it's in sort of a dip so that you're already walking downhill like into black eyes. Those poor people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't give a shit, you know. It has nothing to do with me. Like like I called and called, they've been told and told. I should go tell that guy like, "Hey man, how about uh you slip today? I'll watch you do it." <laughs> <laughs> I'm your witness. You sue my fucking landlord. Just give me a fucking like expert witness fee. There's got to be a legal yeah. way to do this, dude. Whatever the amount they... to fix this pipe for real. That's the <laughs> no, no, I, I don't give a fuck about that pipe. I think it's a tourist attraction. I get I get to meet so many nice people when they knock on the door. Do you know that you have a water leak in your yard? I hate that. You're like, come in, come in. I love, <laughs> got like I love four dogs all freaking out at the door knocking. Losing their shit. <laughs> a, guy, a guy knocked on the door the other day and he's delivering food with earbuds in and music playing so he can't hear me yelling through the door yeah. and i'm yelling dogs dogs <laughs> and he's like what i could see him through the hole and it's a black guy so i know they don't like dogs and so finally i open the door and all the dogs are like arr, 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 like lined up all four of them and he's like oh shit you were saying dog <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like yes Dog. <laughs> dog. Do you like it, dogs? Like dogs? It sounds a little racist to say black people don't like dogs, and surely that's true, right? Like, like a lot of them. But Indians hate dogs. Indians fucking. I had really two coworkers over. This is ages ago, 
And uh, I had these really, really friendly yellow labs, Brandy and Dakota. And they're just loving them. They sit, they're wagging their tails. And you guys know like what an enthusiastically friendly dog who's sitting, wagging his tail, wishing that he could be kissing you looks like. Yeah. To them, Dakota looked like a lion. A <laughs> lion. And that's what he – I'm not like – Exactly. He said that. He's like, it's like you have lions in your house. Yeah. And he's scared to death. He doesn't want to enter. They're just not a dog culture. You, you know what? It's this so is a parallel. Um, Europeans, when they see our vehicles, like when they come over, and they, they have a similar sort of like, holy shit, you drive a big rig? Or whatever the, those fuckers sound <laughs> like. Monster truck. Yeah, yeah, like, like that's oh, what wow. he called it. Um, <laughs> when, um, what was his name? Athene Wins or something? Like like that guy? He was a big yeah, that seemed like YouTuber from like 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, like like he came over with his with his girl and 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 his boy and and they um they like I was just in a regular like Chevrolet pickup truck that the old one and they were just like oh it's like you have, it's like a monster truck how can you drive it I uh, I really seriously injured that girl's neck in that that little accident we had in that same truck oh. she should have buckled up could have been worse up. if you weren't in that monster truck it's the law should have buckled up. <laughs> Yeah, we ended up going off road, and I, I hit this crazy bump, and uh, I could see her in the rearview mirror. This little chick, she probably weighed ninety pounds, and ten of that was titties, and, <laughs> and she she nice. bounced so fucking high and hard that her head hit the roof of the truck, and yeah. like, <laughs> what else? What else was bouncing? Probably the tits. I, I was trying to keep us alive. There was a lot of like, you like, have to look like, for the, the the little things in life. <laughs> They weren't in the middle little. of your car accident. Yeah, they weren't no, little. They weren't little. <laughs> You're not listening. You, you miss them. The, the <laughs> they they miss them. Things in life sometimes. <laughs> miss the forest for the tits in that situation. <laughs> they were six and four pounds. We try not to talk about it. Six yeah. and four pounds. That'd be a nice, that'd be a big old difference. They call, <laughs> the 50% difference. They call her the old 96er. <laughs> I was um, looking up because you said the dog thing. Uh, I knew I'd heard this. I just hadn't thought about it in a while. So like Muslim culture, like they do not like dogs either. I don't know. I don't think there's a lot of Muslims in India. I think that's mostly Pakistan. Uh, and they have um, Muslims. The, I think the, I think the Hindus like India fuck up the is Muslims Muslim. there, right? Yeah, the, the Muslims and the Hindus don't really they don't get along. The Hindus, mm -hmm. I don't know. So, Hindus, but they have a significant Muslim culture. I, I would like to talk to like a militant Muslim. Maybe I'd like Zach to have can look it up. A, like, like that's the guest that I want. I want like an angry like Palestinian guest cuz I want like to an ask imam. Yeah, because oh, I want to ask him. I was, I want to be like, look, on the scale of things, do you hate me as a quasi-Christian, mostly just non-believer, more or less than a Hindu? I'd like. I, I bet he has like, like a. Oh, you don't know. So, Christian brother, someday you could come back to us, but the Hindus. Like, oh, I, I bet, bet it would you're be like hundred percent right because, like, it'd be like asking like a sports fan, like. Like Kyle, oh, yeah. you as a Georgia fan, would you hate me more if I was a die-hard Florida fan, or if I was like I am now, where it's like, yeah, I guess Mizzou's a team. I never haven't watched a game in ten years. You wouldn't Taylor, have any hate don't towards worry. the difference fan. I couldn't it hate would... you anymore. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it would be it would be an annoying part. It would be a real annoying part of our friendship if you were a legitimate like fan of of a close SEC rival, not because. Be because that, like when they're Muslim, because <laughs> if they ever beat us and you rubbed it in, it would upset me a little you bit. Like, like, 
low key insulted your team in this reply. Like it would be annoying if you were a fan of an actual rival yeah. team. Yeah. Or if I was yeah. an actual football fan. Like I <laughs> but would, I would have But as even, a Mizzou even, fan, I think it's adorable. I mean, well, Mizzou no, 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 was the only rival team teams. within so, a, th- a few points of Georgia this year. And so I can say like if Mizzou had got like beaten Georgia cuz of 100% I wouldn't have cared Georgia, about that. Yeah, if Georgia's closest win in the last 24 months is versus Mizzou. That's true. true. That is a fact. If Mizzou had beaten by the astronomical Jones odds, like I would have given Kyle shit for one week, and then I also would have forgotten about it. Like, because I don't really care. Like, yeah. But if I were but, like but Mr. Floyd, wearing a Gators hat and shit, you'd be like, fuck you, man. All right. So it would be like this. It would be like as passionate as you are about the blues. If you were mm-hmm. that passionate about, I don't know, about Alabama. Man, that'd be frustrating. That'd be like, like whenever sports came up, if a third party brought them up, I'd be like rolling my eyes. Like, dude, why are you, why are you bringing this up? Like, it's like bringing up religion or politics or something. Like, yeah. like if you actually care, because like for better or worse, for whatever reason, we tie our emotions into these sporting events that have no impact on us, and we have no impact on them either, unless you count mm-hmm. buying their their shit, like helping mm-hmm. to fund the the team, I guess, in some small small way. But but like it can hurt your feelings like like you know when Atlanta lost that Super Bowl it was a, a little down a little downtrodden you know I was already, I was having such yeah. a good time there that it was hard to get me down um, <laughs> but but it was a little frustrating and then I think recently I don't like pay enough attention to football but somebody else blew a lead right like didn't the the, the Vikings come back and beat somebody and it was a it was a bigger comeback than the Falcons thing like like they were down like twenty eight three instead of or, or like thirty five three and came back. Uh, in the second half, and it, that happened recently. So now it's not the worst loss <laughs> in NFL. Oh, it was a Super Bowl though, so you got to really. Well, that's big, really, yeah. That one stings extra. It hard, was the nature you know? of the loss. Like if it would have been four, it. if it was fourteen to fourteen at halftime, that loss wouldn't have hurt because you're like, oh, it's Tom Brady. Like what? Yeah, one of the reasons it doesn't hurt as much as it probably should is because it was Tom Brady, and it's almost like it, he's. It's like if Jordan came and like fucked up your playoffs. It's like, well, yeah, we yeah. should have won that year, but. We happen to be play. I happen to be a fan during that five years when Jordan was untouchable. So he just came in and ruined us. And, you know, yeah. you just you just got to shrug and say, yeah, that you know, Tom Brady's a, one of the best there's ever been. He's probably never. Nobody's gonna come close to that record. I bet. I, I, I the way that teams get shuffled up, like it's crazy that he did that. The so Super Bowl record. You might remember yeah. last hangout. Scum came in talking about he's a Cowboys fan. He's Big like, oh, the Cowboys, but he's really into it. It's his thing. <laughs> And uh, the Eagles beat well, were the best team in the league at the time. They only had one loss, and uh, we had beaten the Cowboys. Turns out, I think the Cowboys lost an important player. might have been their quarterback, but it was somebody important. And he's like, that guy's healed. We're going to come back, and we're going to beat the Eagles. The Eagles are 13-1, and one, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You, you like, What is happening that implies that your team is better than my team? There's now nothing to back that up, and we did play directly, and you lost. Well, the Eagles lost their quarterback. And then they lost the game, come from behind in the fourth. And now I'm going to have to hear Scum's crap. But yeah, I bet nice. they beat in the playoffs, and it's it's fun. Yeah, uh, playoffs are great. I hope he's in the hangout tonight. Because <laughs> he'll definitely, <laughs> as soon as he shows up, he'll be like, hey, Woody, how about the game? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was so interested in the game, I looked it up 12 days later. <laughs> Woody, what, do you, what would you think about, because um, – with the other sports, you do have this concept of a regular season and then a postseason, mm-hmm. and it's a big deal. It draws a lot of eyes. It's the culmination of the whole year, and it's it's every sport has it. 
except for combat sports. What would you think about some sort of situation where maybe alongside everything they're doing now, maybe they like had some sort of competitive jujitsu slash sparring slash some li MMA light that everybody that, that your all stars were competing in to, to get some birth at the end, like at the, at the end of the year, our big card is going to be made up of the people who get the most points this year in the Dana White challenge. And like every month, like all your biggest stars come and compete in like maybe jujitsu one month, maybe like, uh, I don't know, a different fighting style that's that's not so rough that we're, nobody's going to get it hurt. It doesn't damage you know I mean? him so much. Yeah, because like I that's why that. I keep going back to jits. I, like, like yeah. if it was running or like, like I want to make it a game show. I want to make it the ultimate fighter. I love but, this. But, 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 but not losers on the ultimate fighter. I don't care about some punk you dug out of a this bar. This is one of Kyle's strengths. He's like, look, we're going to take these athletes, and I know they're used to MMA, but I have some entertaining ideas. They're going to compete <laughs> in jujitsu. <laughs> have you seen Ninja? Uh, what the fuck is that? Ninja Warrior. Ninja Warrior. Yeah, Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Off they go. We'll see who can do the most pull-ups. We're going to see who can do and the most. And coming out of nowhere, Tony Ferguson, the dodgeball champion, leading <laughs> leading the entire UFC somehow with his gymnastics win last week, his capoeira <laughs> win the week before, and uh -huh. his freestyle dancing win on the opening month. Right? Meanwhile, some monster <laughs> like Khabib, who's only good at wrestling and like... I don't know. A 150 pound man who seems to weigh 350 pounds when he lays on yeah. you. Uh, it just gets beat up in pull ups you see or him, something. You see him about talking about his, uh, did you see Khabib talking about his son training? And no. his training has begun. His son's um, three and a half or four. And uh, he's like, yes, son has begun training a little earlier than me. I started at four, he started at three. And like, <laughs> what's he training now? He's like, I find very good gymnastics coach, man I trust. He trained gymnastics. So he's starting out with gymnastics base, which is that's it. He's been crafted to be the scariest human being. <laughs> twenty dude, twenty years from now, there's gonna be a there's gonna be a mutant child destroying the combat world, whatever right? it's like in twenty years. Because this kid is already China's starting already out. That. We he's all saw already, that footage of Khabib at like nine years old wrestling a bear. Seven. His son's gonna take on a tiger. Khabib will do that to get the to, this kid this kid'll have like a highlight like like real uh, soon. But but the guy the guy was like, when's he gonna start you know training like wrestling and this and that? Oh, he'll start training wrestling at like five or something. He says, who's gonna train him? He's like, well, do you know someone better than me? <laughs> tell tell me who? Tell me yes, I trained my own son. He was gonna look a little offended. He's like, you know somebody better than me to teach him I, wrestling? I like but, it. I like. Do it. you listen? I'll uh, I'll grant you that maybe he pals around with terrorists. I still like him on my TV. Yeah, he does pal around <laughs> with terrorists. I saw um, some of that terrorist um, soldiers uh, being punished uh, last night. I guess they had like ran away from their position. And so some higher up was there with like a, a not a cane, but more of a club. And he was just beating about half a dozen of them, telling them how men died because they'd left. Like two died last night. Two more were wounded. And he's beating the shit out of it. And they're taking it. Um, they're uh, the Chechens. Yeah, the Katarov is like the president of Chechnya, if I understand correctly. I could get that wrong. It's it's European politics. It's it's all they're lame. very intense people. Yeah, yeah, they're terrorists, and and you know they're pretty awful people. It, it I I saw whenever I see those like, uh, guys, I was thinking like um, seeing their facial hair. They all they're like bizarro Amish. 
Like, oh, Amish yeah, yeah, are yeah. so nice, so friendly. They just want to make you rock your chair <laughs> and, and oh, sell perfect. you corn. And this is like you take all the kindness of the Amish and you replace it with like living in a freezing tundra. And this is what you get. The only familiarity now. They're is Muslim Amish. Style. Yeah, they're Muslim <laughs> Amish, except t- that not friendly. And like, no technology. No technology. Well, that part, you know, pretty. How much technology? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the Amish don't have like bombs and stuff. They tend to be more not concerned yet. with not like yet. helping people, right? <laughs> not yet. It'd yeah, be it'd be pretty nice over. to be Amish. I wonder what the Amish do have because I'm always surprised at Incest. like the workarounds. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're off your electrical grid. We have our own generators. And I'm like, wait, what? I, I thought so, you were in the dark or something. It depends what kind you get because there are uh, there's like a lot of them in central Missouri too. And there's the Amish who are like the legit. When they tell you we don't use electricity, like the only loophole they have is like some of them will be like, I have like an online posting and that like will direct people to a cell phone for like making where they can call me and say like, I need furniture. And then I make the furniture for them. The Mennonites are the other group where they're like half in, half out, where they're like, yeah, we're like the Amish and but we use trucks yeah. And we use cars ones. and yeah, we, we don't get crazy colors on our cars. We do have a TV and it's like, See, you, the, you guys the, no, are the just Mennonites, poor. No, 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 the, Mennonites, <laughs> the Mennonites are cool. Like I, the, every they time cool. I've, they I've ever met one, house. Yeah. Um, I, I've done business with the, the Mennonites a few times. I needed some pigs one time for a video and we found Mennonites in Tennessee. They were a little upset about what we were doing, but I donated to their church and that sweetened the deal up just nicely enough that they mm-hmm. gave me the pigs anyway. <laughs> and um, um, several other times we'd stop on those roadside places. We were up in Ohio and we saw Amish. They were like actual Amish, Amish up above Cincinnati or below. I don't know which. Mm-hmm. I, get, I get lost in the mid, middle of the country on those drives. But these people, I met one guy and he explained that he had like cousins that were like closer to the Stone Age. But he was about as close to like the modern age as you could get while still I was like, well, you know, how do you farm? He's like, well, I have a tractor. I was like, well, how do you sell that? He's like, well, I don't own it. I don't, you know, the John Deere, owner, John Deere, they own the tractor. They hold the note. I operate a tractor. Nothing wrong with that as far as we see it. And he had suppressors and like AR-15s and shit. Like, like he's get, you know, he's get, get like tax stamp guns. That's how I was meeting him because he was like, he worked at a gun place. That's what he was doing from like white man yeah. money <laughs> english money I, i'll call it that's funnier english, english yeah. money <laughs> um so, that tim, I, everything i know about the amish really comes from that tim allen movie though remember that kirstie alley rest in peace i never watched that no you never saw that okay so there's a great tim allen movie where he's like um a wall street type guy it's and he's allen. been framed for some insider trading and like the fec and the feds are coming for him they're chasing him maybe the u.s marshals do it's a whole thing and he's been framed, so he flees and hides amongst the Amish with Kirstie Alley. I think she's his wife, and they're both used to a much fancier lifestyle, but they have to become Amish. And and I guess Tim Allen did a bit of a body transformation for the movie because early on he's regular Tim Allen, but by the end he like flexes like while they're building a barn Amish style, and he's pretty ripped up Tim <laughs> Allen. He looked pretty good. I was like, all right, good for you, Tim Allen. Uh, it's it's a, it's a fun little like comedy movie for, for richer or poorer. There you go. Yeah, a year and I, a half ago, I, I did this uh, mid-Atlantic backcountry discovery route motorcycle trip. Cool, me and my friends. And motorcyclists, when they pass each other, they do this thing where they wave and they put two fingers down. I guess it means what's up, brother. But it, oh. <laughs> it originally meant like, 
you know, to keep the wheels down, like rubber side down or something like that. Cool. So when I pass someone, I do two fingers down for a motorcycle. I do three if it's a trike. And if it's a horse, I do four. <laughs> and we passed so many horses i got to bust out the four all the time wow <laughs> through pennsylvania dutch country i'm trying to find all the a list of rules that the amish have to follow but not a not a robust online presence <laughs> like, so there's not a Kyle, lot of that did you see stefan bonner died yes uh you know that's kind of before my time i know he's like an early john mm, okay. jones opponent um, I know I, I knew the name, but but I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Um, so Stefan Bonner is credited with the rise of the UFC. Uh, in the Ultimate Fighter one, two fighters emerged as you know sort of the most popular: Stefan Bonner and Forrest Griffin, and they had this rock'em sock'em like only haymakers fight that lasted five rounds, and each man showed so much heart and gave it all in a way that like you don't usually see the ratings during the fight kept going up and up and up as people were calling each other saying dude check this out on spike and and they would like tune into spike tv and watch this and the ufc which was going out of business and losing money turned around that day that fight stefan bonner you can get into the hall of fame for a career and you can also get a fight in the hall of fame mm. stefan bonner and forrest griffin's the ultimate fighter finale was the first fight to get inducted into the hall of fame wow he was very cool an absolute monster in that fight. i'm gonna go watch that fight it's it's stefan bonner and uh um, forrest griffin forrest griffin okay i'll watch that fight uh and, later on maybe we'll watch uh, it during the hangout he got into some, you know, he did uh, performance enhancing drugs. He got busted a couple times yeah, during his career, and uh, um, you know, I, I don't know. He had a big loss to Anderson Silva, but it was the build up to that fight was hilarious. Like, because Forrest Griffin and Stefan Bonner had become friends, and Anderson Silva just embarrassed Forrest Griffin. So he went to Griffin for advice, and, and this is like as a commercial shoot, like as a promotional trailer, and uh, he's like, "What should I do?" Like, I don't know what to do. I know what not to do. Don't get too close. <laughs> don't try to hit him. Don't think that you can dodge anything. And as yeah. he's like giving these, they're flashing to like Forrest Griffin getting humiliated. The shit beaten out of him. <laughs> yeah. you know, and and it, he ends with like, I don't know what I'm going to do, <laughs> which was a pretty funny like fight promo. And, and Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm excited for the UFC in 2023. Um, I It seems like a lot of it seems like a lot of fights keep getting postponed and pushed over. So we're just bound to get to some, I don't know, some February, March, April situation where there's going to be like some massive banger cards in the spring. They just have to because they keep pushing the Leon Edwards fight. Masvidal's floating in the ether. Conor McGregor is Ngannou. six months away from Ngannou, obviously. Usman, Leon, the, I mentioned Leon Edwards thing. Then you've got like Max Holloway sitting there like, like just waiting. To, for, for another shot at Volkanovsky, Volkanovsky about to take on um, Islam for, for a belt. Then then you've got like fucking Kamzat sitting there wanting to eat anybody and everybody up to 185 fucking pounds. I can't tell what's true uh, because Kamzat says no one will fight me. I, I I can't wait to fight. I want to fight more. I get paid when I fight. Fights are easy That's to double me. talk, though. That's double talk. What you just said. Like, like, and it's what he does. Uh, they'll, they'll say, uh, this is what happened with the Costa situation. Um, Costa recently didn't fight, and his opponent said, I don't know what happened. They gave him his new contract, and he still said no. So, pussy, right? 
wait, what did the contract say? The contract could have said, fuck you. We don't know what it said. So it's, it's, it's always that. So Kamzat says, yeah, they gave him the contract. They walked away. What did it fucking say? Other than they have to fight you. Because we know that. The UFC they says they offered him four fights. And, and the pay thing I'm a little mixed on. Like from the UFC, they're like, hey, we have a deal. Kyle, we said we're going to pay you for your next four fights, 100, 120, 140, 160. I'm not sure if that's four, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, um, you know, and now you're like, yeah, but I'm fighting the great Taylor. I don't yes. want the 140 we agreed on. I want right. two million instead. And I'm Dana, and I'm like, well, there's lots of ways to turn down a fight. One way is asking for 20 times what you were scheduled to get paid. <clears throat> I don't want to fight that monster for uh, if if they're not sweetening the pot of, over over what it normally is. Um, I don't want to be the next um, Kevin Holland, was it, that they that, that ended up getting, like, just mauled by him. Remember, like, uh, you know, Kevin just fought. Um, yeah, remember, remember like, like, they had the whole mix-up where everybody missed weight and Kamzat was eight pounds over. Oh, okay, okay. <clears throat> and so instead of fighting um, Diaz, Diaz goes and fights Ferguson and Kamzat fights um, um, Holland, the black guy, and just... The fight lasts 30 seconds. He runs over. I mean, he sprints over there and grabs <laughs> Holland and Holland starts trying to drag him. And like one of Holland's legs is extended and the others is, is kind of like, you know, bunched up trying to press. And he just does that thing where he climbs you like a bean pole. And, and now and then and, and like it happened fast and he was just smashed, just hammer fist in the side of his head. Just just so fast. And it was just after the, the fight, Kevin Holland's on Instagram and his face is scratched. Like, like he's not just hitting him. He's like, he's going full <laughs> Mongolian monster. Like those Muslim fighters all have that same wrestling style. Like it used to, uh, Khabib would do it a lot too. Like yeah. imagine Taylor, you're sitting down in the upright position with your ankles together and the guy you're fighting is hugging your feet, right? Your feet, right? So you mm -hmm. can, in theory, bend your knees. You could maybe even stand up. You know, like, if I handcuff your ankles together you can still do a lot of shit you're not stuck yeah. but somehow like a boa constrictor they like no now i've got your ankles now i've got your shins now i've got your knees even when my shoulders Look on my like, knees where your waist bends you're like well i'm still like a whole lot of me you're being swallowed <laughs> my friend yeah. <laughs> you're being they're, they're like, hitting they're me like, the whole time as i work my way me. up i'm yeah. good at hitting and you Why don't you seem to care get a full breath and now he's people got usually chairs. stop when i do this to them now his <laughs> knees on my belly and he's elbowing me in the face and this whole thing I, turned around. Should I'm I have done something differently back when he had my feet? <laughs> they all do this and it's this inevitable progression. And, it, and then it, eventually one of your hands gets sucked in and that's when they start looking scared. <laughs> when they lose access to one of their hands and then quickly with wrist, then elbow and then arm and then now they've got like one limb and they're trying to like <laughs> to crawl. Paw at you and he's just slowly climbing up your body. Just he like only he only left you. him this because that's what he needs to tap. <laughs> yeah, a, I never have anything to contribute okay. to UFC but I actually had a uh, I watched a video yesterday from you know Brian Shaw. He's the World's strongest man Strong dude, four yeah. times. He's like six ten. He's a, just a giant muscle bound man. And he does these videos. And I guess like the UFC had him like the UFC has this 
incredible facility somewhere where they have like full-time employees and special stations to like measure your your leg power your your slapping power your you know your grip strength and all this stuff and like really impressive UFC like tippity top of the line scientific analysis and they invited Brian Shaw to come do like the circuit and the first thing you notice is like everybody who works at the UFC training facility is shredded. They're in incredible shape. They are people who are passionate about this. And there is not one who is approaching 50% as large as Brian. Not one. Like you can, you know, when you see a video and you're like, God damn, like the guy instructing him how to do this is huge. And he looks like a little baby. Like, God, if I were in the room, I'd look horrible standing next (laughs) to this guy. And they have these tests where one of them was, it's basically a bar as if you're deadlifting, but it's kind of at the top of where your thighs are. And it's 100% bolted into the ground. So you cannot move this bar. It's it's set up so that it's meant to be near the top of your thighs. And so your legs are a little bowed, a little bent. And you're supposed to just stay in that position of like ultimate pulling for a deadlift, like just pulling on a post. And they tell Brian Shaw, they're like, you're going to do a f- first of these 50% effort, second one 75% effort, third one 100% effort, and we'll just see. It's going to show us how many newtons of force, and then we can look at this graph and compare you to you know, other people, and you know, the people you're going to be competing against, you know, you are very strong, but they are ultimate fighters. You know, they, They're very strong, fit guys, and he's like, and if you know Brian Shaw's mentality, he's like, okay, okay, yeah, just let me know if I do anything wrong. I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to do my he's best. Always so he's always so sweet. He's so, so sweet right? and friendly. He, the guy's a monster. <laughs> he doesn't get kicked out of Planet Fitness somehow. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's unbelievably he, he nice. He doesn't set off the so friendly. And he goes up and he does like the first one at 50%. And he's like, mm. and they're like, that was 50%. He's like, yeah, right. Maybe right, right on there. Then he does 75%. And you could see the guy who's like doing the study being like, whoa, all right, <laughs> this one, 100%. And Brian puts his like mouth guard in and is like, can, and he's like, can I, I strap up? Right. And they're like, yeah, you, if you're used to strapping. You strap and so he straps his hands to this shit. And then he goes for like five seconds, like, pull, 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 pull. and then it shows like his result. And the guy's like, oh. all right, that is, that's a new record. Like that's, that's <laughs> so far beyond what we've seen here. Like that's like, apparently he didn't just beat like all the UFC guys. It was like, it's now at an echelon. It's now he is a Frogger Olympian that now no matter who goes into that place and tries to play the game, they're not going to beat Brian at the top. There's no chance. They have That's another test, analogy. which I thought was incredible, where, you know, those Russian slapping things like yeah. those contests. They I guess that's not just a you know silly contest. I guess the UFC, they have like this big pad and machine where I guess it measures your like total energy or force and that translates in some way to other shoulder movements something like that and so they tell brian first of all they're like all right you're gonna put your your hand here on the pad like this and then you're gonna pull it back and then just slap it you know as hard as you can you know and they they do like the 50 percent, 75 and they get to the top and he he is hitting it harder than anyone has (laughs) ever hit it he's he doesn't know how to punch he doesn't know how to throw a punch. He hasn't been trained like barely at all in that. He just is that strong. Like the guy, he did his like final or his second to last slap and it blew past the record like 1700 newtons or whatever. And the guy like led up to it saying like, so like a heavyweight fighter, you might get like 1500 newtons. Like that would be a tremendously powerful fighter. And Brian's like, neat. 
boom, 1800. And he even said at the end, he's like, the guy who was running the the test, he's like, oh, that's a new record. And honestly, Brian, like you didn't even hit the pad in the middle. Like you you, kind of like missed (laughs) it. uh, What does he weigh? Well, uh, over I think 265, he, I'm sure. Oh, he's like how much well over? into the 300s. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I think he competed fight. at like 400 when he was like winning the world's strongest this man. This is so like theoretical. Six like, foot I, 10, 400 pounds, pretty big. I asked Joe Lozon, could you beat Shaquille O'Neal? Right? Because Joe's obviously a super skilled fighter. And yeah, he's like, yeah. no, Shaq kills me. He had met yeah. Shaq. And he's mm-hmm. like, it, it, I don't have enough skill to, 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 you know, to overcome that level of strength yeah. and size. Cool, mm-hmm. cool. Um, So like. I think, you know, Nganu, Prime Cormier or something might be able to beat Brian Shaw, right? I mean, the, Cor- oh, these guys I, are wrestlers. It's like the heavyweights. Uh, can the, John Jones? I, I, think all the I think all the heavyweights can beat him up. I, th- I think they can make it look uh, Untrained, yeah. But if he trained, yeah, I, like, think I, about, like, his reach only looks his reach only looks small because he's that thick. Like, fought, I just don't think it matters. Who fought the mountain? Movement. I'm mixing, uh, I'm Conor mixing. McGregor goofed around with him, and then more mm-hmm. recently they had that um, that that Eddie Hall. world champion. Thank you, um, Eddie Hall. They had that jujitsu world champion. Oh, you're talking about the fight? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I recently saw like the jujitsu world champion go up against um, the mountain, and it was that was pretty cool. It was pretty um, neat. Yeah. Now that guy's very strong too. Um, I like his. I like the thing he did with the the beard and the hair, huh? <laughs> the, he said nobody recognized him until he started yeah. doing that. In, in point of comparison, the mountain got absolutely manhandled every single year that he and Brian competed together. Like the, the mountain was not close to like beating Brian Shaw. Cause I knew that the mountain won. I didn't, was it because the, Shaw the mountain, was absent? Yeah. He like, it was like the last year Brian Shaw competed and like pivoted to professional, like the you know, personality, I guess. But like, yeah, th- there was this one guy named like something Zadrunas who's Eastern European and Brian Shaw, who are like the well-known, like they're the tippity tippity top. Amongst like the, people who follow, amongst the people who do, that. Yeah, yeah, the people yeah. who like, and the I don't mountain's really way more famous amongst people who follow oh. Game of Thrones. Yeah, of, of people who follow <laughs> reality. Yeah, the mountain's way more famous than, than Brian Shaw. <laughs> yeah, I don't but think I it would go saying, well like, for him. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, know. I don't. I don't think it would go well for him at all, unless if he doesn't have like a wrestling background. When you think of somebody like um, Brock Lesnar, right? They made it seem like he was sold as to the public as like the WWE guy, but he was. Like a, uh, like a four-time NCAA All-American or something. Yeah, yeah that All-American yeah. was what the, the 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 term I was looking for. Like he was already a badass at one of the most sure. important martial arts in mixed martial arts. Very, but well. not so not a quarter there. as strong as Brian Shaw. No, I, what Kyle's sure. saying is he was able to transition to MMA and become a champ because oh, okay. he was already a fighter. He was Brian Shaw on the, the way other there. Hand, is just strong. He's not currently a fighter. True, and, true. I yeah. understand. I was thinking yeah, like I, if I you think, trained Brian Shaw to it, like he would be able to He must be too old now, right? Uh, he's way yeah. too old now. But big. like you know the he's way like you, you know how we can all grab a woman's wrist and like oh, it I is know. held. Like uh-huh. that is the way that Brian Shaw would be able to handle someone like Francis Ngannou. Francis Ngannou's wrist will not move until Brian Shaw decides that he wants to let his wrist move. Francis Ngannou is probably Francis Ngannou is probably used to being the guy in the room who's the tallest, the strongest, has the biggest hands, the longest arms. With Brian Shaw in the room, he's not within eight inches of any of those things. I want to see Brian Shaw with other very big people. I saw a basketball. Watch that boxing match. The dude he's fighting six four. That made (laughs) Shaquille O'Neal look small. 
So, oh, yeah. so like, I think maybe if 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 Ngannou maybe gave Brian Shaw's hands in like a weird position, but I think that if they were facing off, like the Ngannou would be too quick. I think the positions that Ngannou would put himself in, like like Brian would find himself off balance real quickly and on his back real quick. And and Angano could just take a step back, or Angano could just stand there and do that thing where you kick somebody in the legs. Then normally it doesn't really matter because UFC fighters don't yeah, care. Yeah, what if Brian Shaw Brian... deadlifts his head from his body? <laughs> <laughs> just re- head removal. <laughs> what, they've had those like giant freak fights in the past, mm-hmm. and like like one of the things that that giants find out real quickly is it hurts to get hit in the face, and they've never dealt with that before because they're giants. Oh, um, it's that Dustin Poirier. That's a 155 pound fighter next to him. To, for for some pretty good reference, <laughs> his Not arms are bigger than that. his quads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. Hundred. Uh, so he kills all the hundred fifty five pounders in a room. So he, so if you put him in in the big octagon, man, I I I, I don't know if he can catch him. I, I it'd be hard to catch him. Um. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but 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 like this wouldn't matter. I I feel like he can reach back there and like grab enough of uh, of him to like make a rear naked choke not matter. Maybe. Oh yeah. Right. Like an yeah. Like like, 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 like squeeze as hard as you want, little man. Come here. Like like the same way that like when me and Colin wrestled when he was like twelve mm-hmm. and it was like it was like all right. I no you don't. <laughs> <laughs> right right like you're yeah, in charge you know. of his safety. Yeah, so it's uh, it could be like that. No, it. I would love freak fights like that. That's another thing that I wouldn't want it in the UFC, but I wish there was some off-brand shit in America, Yakuza free, that did some, <laughs> that didn't that did some like freak fights occasionally. Like I'd like to see um, retired NFL players who need a little cash come in and mix it up with a you know some hockey uh, hooligan who, who mm-hmm. who's, who's like retired. Ooh, I'd like right? to see a, a hockey enforcer. You know, like I know so much of the hockey enforcer's skill set isn't transferable. A lot of it has to do with yeah. pushing the other guy off balance, controlling his clothing, stuff like that. He's mm-hmm. still tough and he still hits hard. And yeah. you know, a lot of it yeah. is transferable. Yeah, they around the hockey guys, they eat a lot of hits because there's not a lot of defense. You're right. Most of it is like trying to control their body with the their clothes and like mm-hmm. fighting on bet- ice. I'm just betting that if you fight professionally, quasi professionally. You probably know how to mix it up with both hands <laughs> when you need to, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah. it's like that Quigley down under scene where, when, when, like, uh, the whole thing, he's been a sniper and the guy doesn't think he knows how to use the pistol. And, mm-hmm. and at the end, he's like, he's like, never said I know how to use one. I just didn't said I didn't have any, any use for it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's kind of how a ho- ho- most hockey hooligans' left hand is. Maybe I but imagine like, the mm-hmm. hockey enforcers train like in a ring sometimes too. Like in the off season, they get some boxing. I. Yeah, I know no, that, some do. I don't. They just need this, all. right? They need this and like one of those like wobble boards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, a, yeah, they do. Oh, like, like Ryan Reeves. Ryan Reeves does boxing, like mm. training, and he's the best fighter in the NHL. Has been for does many he have years. Head, yeah. Does, does anybody in the NHL have head movement? This guy does. Yeah, there, there's a there's a clip of Joe Rogan talking about I think it was Ryan Reeves and he's like some of these fucking hockey guys like I don't know the sport but they're like turning punches over and I watched a clip oh, yeah. and I'm like this guy knows what he's doing and like cuz it didn't like like old hockey fights was just like beat just a you know like a drunken brawl like in an Irish yeah. pub where like they just kept like it's only in the last 20 years that like it was like all right when they're on the ice stop fighting them. Like stop oh, yeah. hitting them when they're on the ground. 
Oh, that's only 20 years old? That can't be. I feel like all the old fights I see, they were very... Like in the they, 90s? They had no they just kept <laughs> not, not like not, not ground and pounding, but like, <laughs> you know, you would see old fights where like they throw an extra couple jabs when like the ref jumps in and they're on the ground. Now I feel like I don't see that anymore, which is actually, you know, better. Like you don't want someone on the ground lost and it's like better. Better. The thing I hate about... Did Kyle just bust out the notebook? Oh, he's got stuff for I knew down. it. I saw it. I love the look of that notebook. I'm convinced you're over there like opening, closing it to make it look weathered. <laughs> the dog got it. The dog the dog chewed it up real good. Um, I have a whole bit. Paid um, for, I have a whole bit planned three weeks um, running for, for, the, uh, for, the, for the notebook. You'll see. Um, I, 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 I hope you laugh oh, yeah. when you see, I hope you laugh when you see it. Um, the funny, <laughs> the funny part will be not this week, but next week. And the funniest part will be the week after that. Um, <laughs> so saw, um, set your calendars. <laughs> yeah, um, I saw, um, I want to talk about two things, Lil Wayne and Tarkov. They're separate things though. Oh, Lil Wayne. Wayne, I saw, yeah, Lil Wayne. I saw this, uh, this, this interview with Lil Wayne and he was talking about flying into, I think Saudi Arabia. It doesn't matter though. Um, oh. and the, and, um, his plane gets stopped or well, it's a private plane. He, he lands at the private airport and he's got his jewelry in his bag and they, and they're like, Whoa, you can't bring that in. Anything over 25,000 has to be like declared and like, we'll have to go over to the other airport or something and could declare it and everything. And he's like, I told him I wasn't going to play that shit. I went and got back on my fucking plane. He's like, Prince showed up <laughs> like the Prince. <laughs> he was like. I'm so sorry for everything they did to you. 25,000, 25,000. The gift I bring for you, this is worth more than 25,000. Of course, you get your bag of jewelry. Yes, yes, come here. And they, like he immediately gave him like a $30,000 watch. And then like, like, like he was like, what do you like? Lamborghini or Ferrari? He's like, I thought he was asking me like, which I preferred, like which was better. I said, Lamborghini. He's all right. Uh, black, what color? He's like, well, black. Wait, what? Are you talking <laughs> about like one for me? He's like, yeah, <laughs> It'll be at your house in three weeks. I'm very sorry for this mix-up. <laughs> yeah. He gave him like, a black Lamborghini. Yeah, I want to be rich enough to give my friends gifts like that. Like, wouldn't that be... That's like the actual thing I would do if I was a billionaire is I would just like nah, all the my friends and better. family. I would... Okay, uh, yes, I would buy every team in the NHL. Ruin the league. I would ruin the league. I'd be criminal number one in Canada. I move all the Canadian teams to Mexico to piss them off. <laughs> Nobody's watching. I would all the also, good players would, on the Blues. Like... Grab all I the would, Mexican players, put them in Chicago. All the Mexican I would, players, all, all none of them. I would, I would actually feel like, like if I were a billionaire, I could totally see that. It'd be like, dude, you're, that mortgage you have, not only is it paid off, now you have a palatial estate there. The taxes for the next twenty years are taken care of. You both got houses. Your kids are going to college. Boom, everybody no, that ruins party. their life. Though, hey, everybody no. here, y'all get a million oh. bucks. No, that'll ruin their life. Or you all get that. five grand a month. How about that? How about I give them like five Kyle's grand a month? Kyle's on that Sigma grind. No, no, you can't do that. I'm going to no. take your money, give it to someone else because I like to earn. I gave it away and I bought a book on how to make money. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do with a billion dollars. I buy all the books on how to make money and I go, <laughs> it's all mine now. You can have your worthless coins. I have knowledge written by hucksters who have less than I think if you give your friends and family and, and just people maybe even you admire and like out there just wads of cash, it could like ruin their lives. And uh, I, I think that like I would like to start some sort of like a big company that it doesn't matter what it does. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter. 
Yeah. Like, but, but, but like my, no, it would be a oh. real company. It doesn't matter. We, we'd make race cars or we, we'd get into NASCAR or something. We would have, we would make performance parts yeah, or something. I'd, I'd hire, you know, like we'll make performance race car parts. That'll be our thing. But like, I'll hire everybody I know and care about to do what they already do. But for my company, like you're an accountant, you're in marketing. Now you're my accountant. Now you're my marketing guy. I'm this, this is you guys. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like it'd be okay to ruin their life a couple times just to prove your theory, right? Like you don't like have you, to do anything. <laughs> you got this deadbeat sister who can't seem to pay her mortgage. You pay her That's mortgage. That's what off, I meant, right? Yeah. Now, now she hasn't learned. You know, impulse. No, control. now she borrows she against. Hasn't the learned. She like, gets a new mortgage now. She gets a yeah, a, a home equity line of credit or something. Yeah. And suddenly she has. So then you pay that off and you say, hey, 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 hey. Last time, three more times, Max. <laughs> See if their life is and, better. And, you and guys course, are right. Like, I'm being very naive with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, how about this? How about Mr. this? Mr. Beast on the show. I thought it was cool. He gave ten thousand dollars to a homeless person. And he did it as an act of kindness, which any normal person would acknowledge is an act of kindness. But apparently experts in the field are like, no, no, no. You give 10 grand to a homeless person. You have hurt them. You know, yeah, they are yeah. going to make and some entertained decisions. millions if bums night out is ever produced. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The homeless one so, makes sense. But how about so this? I, how about this for an idea? Okay. You set up an account and it just gives them like a trust two fund? grand a month or something. It's called a trust fund. Okay. Like is, you're wanting to turn them into trust fund babies because those people are always pieces of shit. I'm telling you, you give them a job where that we can all love to do. That that's what that's how you could bless your friends and family. Netflix that's a TV show reviewer. I think you're definitely right. You joke? Is... You joke? Yeah. All right, we'll start a media company. We'll compete <laughs> with Rotten Fucking Tomatoes, and we're gonna need, we're gonna hire the best reviewers. Yeah. We're gonna have celebrities come and like we're gonna have we're gonna have screenings. Like, like, we'll invest our money to get the rights to a movie, and we'll Rotten, get it a day Rotten early, Tomatoes. And we'll come to healthyapples.com for the real rating. <laughs> what I'm saying Meanwhile, is like, like, 18 months in, I'm like, Kyle, we could make more money if we accepted money from Hollywood to <laughs> raise our sky. <laughs> I figured out how to turn a profit on and this. See, and I stomp Before that you know right it, out yeah. because, because I've got enough money that I can do that. I don't, okay. I don't let Woody poison <laughs> yeah. it with his... With his uh, what, what's the code word that they use? Um, East Coast, New York... One more for what? What do you mean for what? I've been watching a lot of Thirty Rock. They've got a lot of code words for um, um. Well, I'll think of it later. Uh, Thirty Rock has excellent writing, by the way. Uh, it's okay. so much better. Look, I love The Office, but and I love um, I like Parks and Rec. It's pretty good. Um, but The Office has smart writing, and it I, I, I'm not surprised because it is about a head writer and her writing team. That uh, that's what Tina Fey. Oh, Thirty Rock, you mean? Yeah. 30 Rock. Is that what have I been saying? Office. Yeah. Oh, I mentioned that, but 30 Rock is the one that like has been blowing me away because I never watched it all the way through. Don't get me wrong. It's a silly show. It, it's it's farcical. But some of those jokes are so well written. Like, Maybe like, I'll try it. I do think Tracy Morgan's very funny. I just don't think the Baldwin. I've never thought the it is Baldwin, good. right? Well, he does a Alec, good job. Alec. I've never Alec thought. Is, I, I guess he's playing he's, more of a straight man anyway. I just he plays I, a Don, I he plays Donald Trump. He I never saw Donald him Trump. as like a funny guy in anything. He, he plays right wing conservative old money, and 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 he and he and he, he, he has all these little quips about um like supermodels that he fucked or politicians that he fucked or like people in power. Oh, so um, basically, and, and just like, Trump. You're right. Yeah. There's always pictures behind him of like him shaking hands with like I don't know Gaddafi or Hussein mm -hmm. or and then Clinton and then like all sorts of like powerful nefarious figures i never thought of him as trump but that's a good comparison i 100 do you think 
I mean, this was before Trump was popular, as popular yeah. as he is now. Mm-hmm. Do you think they had Trump in their mind when they designed yeah, that character? I hundred percent do. Yeah, you I bet if you think? Google Jack, if you Google Jack Donaghy, the character's name, Trump, I bet like he said in an interview, yes, many times I have thought of as Donald Trump because I'd met the man and I'd seen what he was like. That's what Jack Donaghy sounds like in my mind. Um, there's a really funny little uh, camera bit that they did where they're they're shooting a TV show. That's what the TV show was about. And you get to see behind one of the monitors that that, you know, feeds to the cameraman. And of course, there's all sorts of filters and bullshit to make the actresses look pretty. And Jack Donaghy is a is a is a higher up, but he's down on the stage to like talk about something. And, and the camera catches him. And in the monitor, they give you 1990s Alec Baldwin, who's a sexy man, by the way. And it's it was so funny to see them like do a little CGI deep fake whatever they did and like see like 1990s 25 year old him like moving in the monitor while like I don't know 51 year old him is in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a funny little bit, but there's lots of really good lines. I tried and to mean, Google it to see non politically correct stuff. I tried to Google it yeah. to see if Donaghy was based on Trump. I didn't prove or disprove it. But yeah. Tina Fey says that Trump is based on Jack Donaghy. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Zach found it too. And they gave some examples. Like Tracy Morgan came up with the idea to build a wall <laughs> to Mexico. <laughs> and uh, Smart guy, that Tracy Morgan. Uh, <laughs> Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. You know what happened to Tracy Morgan with the Walmart truck and everything? I didn't he make like $100 million? Million? So he can't yeah, say, he but but the rumor one. is that it was well over a hundred million, and 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 Woody, Woody just said it like like he was like everything at Walmart went up ten cents after they paid me. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> if I remember right, like everything at Walmart was like two dollars and ninety eight cents, two dollars and yeah. like six dollars and ninety eight cents. He's like now it's six dollars and ninety nine cents because of me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and to be fair, they crippled him. Uh, so he was in like a one of those Mercedes Sprinter uh, vans that was equipped for like him and all his friends Mm -hmm. they were they were doing some business shit i don't know they were moving through the city and a walmart truck driven by a driver who i think was impaired in some way maybe he was overworked and underslept if that's Mm. the the phraseology fucking crushed him killed his boy like his friend oh and and crippled um um tracy like really badly like his pins and rods don't even begin to explain what they had to do to put his ass together you left out the brain damage i th- i'm not positive i thought he had a pretty significant ah, he just talks like that <laughs> there, they, there's a part in the show where they can't get him to say his lines so jack donaghy gives him he's like give him these jelly beans and tracy's over there chewing on him and jack just goes over there and he goes donate to children they need your money and they're like that's a wrap <laughs> like he just dubs him over because <laughs> he's so mealy mouth and you can't understand what the fuck he's saying <laughs> that's funny he was in a coma for two weeks mm. god damn yeah and... he was tearful telling the story on stern yeah it'd be horrible to get like you think you're gonna die never be able to walk again have your friend die right next to you. Yeah, and it's not like he needed the money. So like they're like, yeah, but you got a hundred million. He's like, I already had thirty. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd much rather have not gone through that and have my friend be still be alive. Like that would be preferable. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing's uh pretty rough. He seems like a nice guy. I don't know. It, it, I don't know what he's like in real life. You see on Stern he plays a character. Um, you know, all throughout the entire interview. But um yeah, that show 30 Rock is way better than I ever gave it credit for being. I thought it was just another kind of mindless show. But I every, I, every now and then I'll look up and be like, what did they say? That's a good one. <laughs> like, 
that some of them some of the meanest shit some of the meanest shit and uh um like 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 the guy the black guy getting offended by being called the n-word uh was pretty funny because tracy was like calling him a ninja like with a a soft r yeah yeah. the guy's like and all all that whole thing was great you mentioned tarkov's wiping tomorrow woody it's wiping tomorrow 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 i I thought they didn't tell you um they don't tell you but like you can put two and two together so um, for one thing, they just like they've done so many events that modify the mm-hmm. way the game is played that it's not playable at this point. Like like everything is free, everything is infinite, all of the loot is in one big pile in the middle of every map, uh, and, uh, the, and, so and and there's nothing to do but reset. Oh, right. we're fragging out. We're, we're I'm fucking like shitting on people. It's so fun to just go in there, balls to the wall, and not give a fuck. Like like. I, I I had a good night tonight playing that game, but tomorrow God it's gonna wipe. Damn. Tomorrow it's gonna wipe, and everything is gone. Because and the other reason I know it's tomorrow is um today's twenty seventh, I believe. Tomorrow's the twenty eighth. On the 29th, they're doing Twitch drops. Focus, you cocksucker. Mm. That's yeah. gonna make a lot of money for Twitch streamers. I like that they do that. It's gonna blow the game up. I bet there's gonna be three hundred fifty to five hundred thousand people watching Tarkov by Saturday night. Um, if they simultaneously drop Streets of Tarkov, which has been awaited for five years, I think, uh, the new Lighthouse Trader, which is in two, um, they, they, they showed that um, yesterday. And, um, and also they do drops, you know. Uh, there's enough um, streamers that are be on board with that. It'll be every big streamer you can think of that'll play, be playing Tarkov in the next day or two. I'm excited yeah. that you're excited to get back into it. And just you talking about I've never about played like- one. Uh, Tarkov, like you never played what you never played from, from a, the wipe. Mm-mm. I thought no. you have. No, never from Wait. the very start. Oh, you never started on like a wipe day. No, no, oh, and uh, that's my favorite thing to do in Rust. That mad fucking dash, and like I'm running through my head like the fastest ways to like get things going, and like it's like oh maybe we could just get longbows and immediately go to oil rig, kill them with bows, then we've got guns, you know that. But in Tarkov, I right? played. So as you know, in Tarkov, hours in is a big part of like staying ahead of everyone. Mm-hmm. And I've done two wipes where it was like, all right, I'm looking at it. When you before you join a game in Tarkov, you can see like all the other people like who are sort of online mm-hmm. or maybe looking at that map. And uh, it's like, all right, I, there's 50 people on this list and I am the second highest rank or the mm-hmm. third highest rank. Like that's where I want to be. You know, I don't have to be the best. It, it, mm-hmm. that's, it's a tall order. But um if I'm a higher rank than everyone, it kind of implies I'm a little wealthier than everyone. I'm better kitted than everybody. I have an advantage every time I go into this game just because I'm ahead of them. That's- yeah. 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 It's a, it's incredible grind. Um, the reason it's a grind, Taylor, is because there are these tasks. Like, you could go in there and just kill people, but that won't get you anywhere. You've got to, like, jump through. Yeah. It, it's just like an RPG. You got to do your quests. But, yeah, you got to do rpg quest but in a multiplayer environment it'd be like if they told you to be playing cod and you're like all right go to the helicopter and crash and plant a marker and then get out without anybody yeah. shooting you i it'd don't think like that's in, gonna happen sir <laughs> so, so is it like in skyrim where it's like you have to go get maroon's razor at the top of this mountain to get this special weapon and then except a bunch of be, other people are also trying to get maroon's razor at the top of the mountain and there's only four of them or whatever it's almost exactly that except they'll say Go find uh, the key to the truck. It's in room 203. Then walk across the map um, and open a truck and grab the bronze pocket watch and get out of the map without dying. Everybody is trying to do 
those things early in the game. It's <laughs> one the of the who aren't know that everyone else is. So you best believe I'm hard scoping the truck. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Wait, wait. So, so, this so is a Woody's could... pocket watch collection agency. I know where the truck no. is. We all do. Well, let's say, so Kyle, let's <laughs> say you, let's say you went to the Tanker. room, you grab the keys and then you get to the truck mm-hmm. and you grab the gold watch and You're Woody is sniping. Oh, every, I'm sorry I interrupted you because no, no. I may be wrong, but like everybody has a key, can have a key. Like like you could go in, get the key, put it in your pocket, and now you now you own that key forever. You can come back later with it. So okay, but as far as like, do you actually have to complete every step of the quest? So like, do you actually have to go to room two hundred three, or minimum, could Woody no. could Woody camp the truck and then kill you and take your key, and now he's at that step? So you can't. So keys and are, are kind of special. You can't take keys from people because you put them in your secured container where they can't be grabbed. Okay. So at the very least, you'll go in with a key already because you did it in a previous raid and maybe failed getting to the truck or or at some step. You can go back just with the key, run to the truck, open it up, and grab the watch. But but what I'm getting at here is mm-hmm. there's lots of little que- fetch quests like that. Sure. There's another quest where it's like go to this map and plant two pack a pack of food in this hut, a pack of food in that hut, bottle of water in this one, bottle of water in that one. Well, shit, they're they're not too close to each other. I guess I can do that though. I I didn't have a lot of water to go around yeah. though, if I'm being quite <laughs> honest. And everybody else is out there, and you can't put enough of the food and water in your secured container to hide them. So you're just zapping people. You're like, oh, fuck, there's so much food and yeah. water out here. <laughs> you're filling up, waiting on people at the goddamn bunker. Exactly. You know, there's those like, early quests. I know what people are doing right now, and I know where the choke points are. Yeah. And yeah. I, you, know, you can either be the guy that gets the quests done, and that's important, or you can be the guy that stops you from getting the quest done, and that's fun. It's yeah. another way to earn money. <laughs> and it's yeah. not equally important, but it is something. <laughs> and and uh, there, we do think and, and hope that so the quests have been more or less the exact same for the entire life of the game. They'll mm-hmm. tweak this, add that, move Fetch quests. little tweaks. They're the same like quest, though, from the same people, and, and the text is all the same. The rewards are more or less the same. They're, they're saying they might be moving them around, at least some of the early ones, to, to, fo- to push players to the new map, which would be great because I really want to play this new map. I don't want to have to go like get my MP shotguns and then go to Jaeger's camp and I'd like to do some stuff over on the new map before I go do that shit I've done five six times before like Kyle's mentioned like they made new maps but when they don't put quests on there playing them almost holds you back you want to see the new maps or they'll add a new area to a new map but and it's so obviously you want to explore that area and check it out and see what's up but spending time there is time you should have been spent getting your quests done so hopefully they're fixing that you want to see the trailer for Streets? I think I saw it already. It was pretty dull, heard. right? He just kind of came, yeah. It came out yesterday. It was it was a real letdown. It's two minutes and twenty seconds long. And for me, it was a letdown. I was expecting like a lot more. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like there there's a trailer for Streets designed to make sure that you don't learn anything from it. And and I I saw. I forget which Twitch streamer is, but you know, just a complete one of those guys. It's a complete subject matter expert yeah. saying like, "Oh, this is the gun he's carrying. This gun fires the same ammo as that other gun, but it fires the ship too. So you're going to have to do this or that to nerf it." And um, I, so I guess if you're a real subject matter expert, you get more out of the trailer than I did. But I got all of that myself because I, I I'm, hmm. I'm like nitty gritty into it. He's talking about also no guns. 
Yeah, I don't know these guns. These are like okay. crazy oddball Russian shit. They're talking about the shrimp pistol. Uh, there, now there's an SMG that shoots that same round, and it's a really good strong round. So, and and that was shown in there. But but I wanted a Call of Duty style. Throw some fucking hip hit music on there. Throw some fucking mm-hmm. um, some 70s shit or something. Some Vietnam music or throw some Eminem on there. And like like every time a beat hits, clap. Have a grenade go off, clap. A headshot. <laughs> Clap! A car explodes. Clap! Yeah. Kharkov. Is there a new landmine in the game? Ooh, you know, like better. to boom, a little that's flash better. of landmine. You're like, <laughs> the fuck was that? You know, and then like another landmine goes off, but this time Kyle goes prone and he's not hurt, and you're like, the fuck? Okay, okay, I'm getting something and, from this. And action pop music. Like, like, and then right at the end, you've got a scene where the guy's like, like killing three, four, five things, and then you reveal your new enemy, which is Antler Man. Like, yeah. why not have Antler Man be like, Rawr! and then the screen goes black? Like, 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 why not show the god? They have right. an Antler Man do a who has an- it. Give me he a has lightning strike and white and eyes. I see, He's like, terrified. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pause on that lightning strike. Did you see that? Those are antlers. You know, like, like, you know, do that. Do something. Instead, it, it yeah. was. It was like I, I like got- Kyle's idea of like just sinking it to the beat, like mm-hmm. that Johnny Cash song, God's Gonna Cut You Down. How about that? How about you do a little Come intro montage? Alone yes, time. like that. Alone and then on all the beat hits, time. you get a headshot and explosion. Gonna. It's like sooner or later, gonna cut you down. Boom. Sooner or later, gonna cut you down. Boom. Like you can, yeah, it's such work. a better trailer. That would be a perfect and, song for it. And everybody would be fucking hyped. Or you could just yeah. play some like 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 um I don't know some Russian techno or something like like this is mm. as close as I get to like doing business with Russians I guess like as much <laughs> as I as much as I legitimately am upset about this like war thing and they seem like you know like, I've said some awful things about the Russians I was gonna buy a fucking hat from Tarkov last night and I was like holy shit am I I, I think I'm funding an oligarch if I buy this hat because there's <laughs> definitely one of them who owns Battle State. <laughs> You're games probably just something. funding some fucking goofy Russian guy. Right, I know. I know where. I, no, I mean, you know, some. It's it's. A, they're in Russia. Um, did you see the? Yeah, but they're video? like game developers. They're not like. There's always the guy that we think of as owning and running the company. Nikita turns out to own like forty eight percent of it, and he has yeah. investors. So, like Kyle, uh, I suspect that you know those they're probably influential dun, dun, could be dun, dun. they should yeah. just switch to having uh you know benevolent billionaires instead of calling them oligarchs and then the problem will be fine that does solve it yeah oh, i want to talk about the drone footage before we before we have to cut because we gotta do our hangout uh okay. um they drop the there's two russians and i in know a, what in, you're gonna in, say there's two russians in their fucking hole and they drop the grenade lands kind of like right on one of them and clearly like fucks him up kills him and wounds the other one the other one pulls out a frag grenade, holds it right here, and eats it. Lets it go off next to his. It was it was interesting to see because he was clearly like, he couldn't. He didn't have the heart to put it to his head, but he wanted to kill him. He was just like struggling with like doing this, so he just held it right here until it went off. And oh, that's awful. It yeah. was really awful to see. That's sad. Just- I wonder if he made a good decision right like it would be a good decision right yeah was he what life was he gonna have if he didn't kill himself and what quality of life was he gonna have but if he was just gonna die a really slow nine minutes mm-hmm. dude end it boom yeah. I, i'm on your mm-hmm. team i like it i think they, i think they were about to drop another thing though that's the other thing right he, he was probably looking up at six more pods on the bottom of that rotor 
I see. Ah. So it's like when you have last stand and you quit the game so you don't get the kill. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Control out the leak. God, I hated that. <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> about that. Yeah, the ripcord. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, that that was pretty rough. All right, that's probably a wrap there. Yeah, that's, we should wrap. Maybe. I have to eat before yes. the hangout. All right, PKN four 